Hello everyone and welcome back to Scientific Gaming. My name is Bubba. I'm Mikey. And Daniel will be joining us shortly. He is a loser and he can't get his stuff together. No, I'm just kidding. He's on his way back from work. Uh, he's doing some hardcore E3 research. Yeah, that's it. That's what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> so today it was normally going to be scheduled for a Laura Croft podcast, but since we are knee deep in poop, I mean E3, we are going to talk about exactly E3 and everything that we liked and wanted to cover since it is so large it's taken up multiple days of press conferences i'm and sure you've seen the youtube videos over the last couple of days and the youtube live so obviously we cannot fit this all in in our 45 to an hour show so we're gonna try and keep it relatively brief yeah as, as, uh, yeah, as bubba was saying like it there's a lot of stuff to the cover like microsoft alone did like 45 games yeah and that's so. not even touch touching on their hardware stuff so we're gonna pick the things that we find relevant the things that we like sorry if we don't cover what you like but it's it, there's, there's so many like we can't really cover everything right and if you want us to cover a specific thing yeah hey sure shoot us an email we'll we'll try to cover it yeah i'll definitely write an article about it if it's something cool or interesting um but we have on the like horizon to talk about we're gonna kind of give you guys a brief idea of what e3 is and then there's some big names that we're going to talk about, and in order, as best we can, Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Nintendo, Bethesda, EA, and Square Enix. That also represents my love for them uh, in that order, uh, best to worst, and uh, Square Enix is only up there because of Tomb Raider. Yep, and just I, to fit the theme, but like usually Square Enix drops some pretty good stuff, it's just this year. It was lacking. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. Yeah, so um, there was one good title by them coming out, but we'll get to that. And then there's also some uh, audio stuff that I'm going to go over as well. So if you hear me shuffling papers, it's because I hate you. No, it's because I'm looking at audio stuff. Just like a real radio show. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to start off with what exactly E3 is. So for those of you that don't know, E3 stands for something. It stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo. And it's basically everything electronic entertainment uh movies uh television anything electronic that has entertainment Hardware, everything yeah yeah it's not just associated with games a lot of people just like like comic-con a lot of people associate it with the movies that's not what it is it's a comic book convention yeah it just happens to be that they make movies from comic books now yeah and then same thing with video games except uh this is also a huge marketplace for people go and purchase uh, anything electronics that deals with entertainment. I've been getting emails off the hook from places like Film Tools and um, Max Studios, I think is one of them. And yeah, I've been getting a lot of VR ones as well. Yeah, so, you know, when I applied for that press pass, I got the, um, I got put on the press mailing list uh, because I am press, but at the same time, I didn't meet the qualifications to get the free pass. So, I mean, that is worthy. Um, thing goes. So if you guys can hear a fan right now, I'm gonna turn that fan off. Um, all right, sorry about that. Um, it's summer. It's hot. Yeah. Can't don't 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 criticize. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Sony right now, and uh, Sony has three things that was interesting for me. Uh, the first one was brought up that no Last of Us two, none of it. None of it. Nothing. Which pisses me off a lot. I loved The Last of Us 1. It was absolutely amazing. However, I'm very, 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 very sad that this is not on their agenda of cool things to talk about, which yeah, pisses uh, me off. I, I guess I want to touch on that. And it, this kind of goes with uh, Microsoft and Nintendo and like a lot of these other ones. It's like 
they didn't really touch on their big franchise games. Like Microsoft didn't do Halo or Gears of War or anything like that. Like, is that an issue for you, or is it like you want it? You like you you expect them to debut something at E3? Because for me personally, I'm fine with them not touching on Last of Us. Show showcase all the other stuff. I already know Last of Us is either going to be good or it doesn't need this entire press conference. Well, to get I mean, like it's not that it, it wouldn't. It, it's not that it doesn't need it. It's just it's good to have. I would like to see more footage. I would like to see more. I, um, I'm rude. <sighs> so I would like to see actually something along the lines of, you know, how progressed they have into the game. And, oh, hey, Danny. What's up, man? Oh, hey, guys. What's up? How's it going? You know, just started. I think I decided just that. I that actually surprised me. I didn't know you were going with that. <laughs> with the uh, podcast today, you know, it's saw you guys sitting in here all by yourself so i was like oh hey i think i should join you know i told everyone you were doing important stuff not sitting in by yourself oh no I anyways was. i was actually anyways. at work so but we digress going um, off of that like i guess because i was saying that they don't need to have these big games in it in the in these press conferences but i think it also depends heavily on the rest of the content that they have if they have plenty of new enticing or new ips or something that they're going to address all for it if they're just going to show off a bunch of stuff that's not really relevant bethesda we're talking about you then oh, okay. yeah, if they're not I gonna, was about to be like, hey guys. Yeah, if they're not uh, gonna show anything that's relevant, then there's no point in not putting these big names well, in. Well, I mean, it. with with Sony, they released the VR for a lot of games. So you had like, what are we saying? Final Fantasy was on the VR list, along with some others. Um, I know well, that's good. Final Fantasy. But I mean, the thing is, is the only thing I really liked about Sony's press conference there was, was Spider Man. Uh, five games. For the VR that they debuted. Right. So the only thing I liked about their press conference, though, and that was the lasting memory, was Spider-Man. Ah, Spider-Man. And I believe that's uh, Sledgehammer Games? I'm not sure. Um, I can let you know. Yeah, I believe... I, I forget who it is. Sledgehammer Games is actually um, Call of Duty World War Two, But I swear it's something with an S. Uh, yeah, I, the Sony... Silver Surfer. Uh, no, no, I don't think Silver Surfer is a thing. Um, what? Good you... try. Good try. Silver Surfer is a thing. Good Mikey, try. back me up on that. Good try. Um, Wait, so what, am, what are we trying to figure Spider-Man out? Spider-Man developer. New Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4 developer. So the thing is, is I just want to see something. Like Kojima for Death Stranding said, hey, nothing's going to be out for Death Stranding, but I want you guys to know that we are working hard, so here's a picture. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. You know, Last of Us 2. It could have just been like, hey, guys, you know, we're hard in development for Last of Us 2. Insomniac Games. Insomniac Games. Thank that you. That did not start with an S at all. Insom. In that's why I was like. I'm with like, Danny on this, though. Screw both of you. It's I not Insomniac. It's, it's not an English podcast, but um, I'm it's just still, like, proper speaking. Yeah, Fun I'm fact, not. You're I'm not going to get, pro- you're not gonna get <laughs> proper speaking in this. Um, so... The one thing is with like Last of Us 2, it could have been something as simple as like, hey guys, we're working hard on it. Here's a quick image to show you what we're working on. And that's it. Like mm-hmm. straight from the developer. That would have been cool. But I didn't get any of that. Like there was nothing. Just that very, very brief trailer of L or of Ellie playing guitar. That was it. I mean, older, but that's it. I, I, I wanted more. I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted something tangible. I wanted something to grasp. Granted, I'm probably being very greedy because i also wanted a spyro game which is probably never going to happen but you know what i can dream can't i hey man crash bandicoot spyro i think that's next on the list yeah i don't know but they did um they did cement spyro's uh decline and when they put them into that universe game with the the, highlanders yeah yeah. that that thing's garbage 
Um, so with Sony, I, I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch any of these conferences minus um, a little bit of Bethesda's. A little bit. I mean, I like, just to let you guys know, we're staring at a whiteboard that says episode stuff, yeah. 26, and then it's got Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Nintendo, Bethesda, EA, Square Enix in a line. So with some like hard points, but I I don't think I I don't think I saw anything that I really enjoyed from anyone. I mean, uh, no, it was all it's very hard for me predictable. I know I was saying the stuff about having the big names in these press conferences, but the thing I was looking for were from Nintendo, which we'll get into it later, and right. then from EA, we'll get into it later. Like they were both things that I wanted to learn to hear about, and they were in these press conferences. See, so. you got what you want, so screw you. I didn't get what I wanted. Um, well, see, when you set the bar like mediocrely high, you can't be disappointed. See, I said it's like I, I said I, cri- I criticized my fiance for dreaming too high. You know what I dream about at night? Eating M and M's on the couch. That's a very feasible dream. You're also or, a loser. Or you don't set any goals or any dreams. Then you're always and you're never disappointed. There you go. Fun um, fact for me for the right. for the Sony press conference, um, it was one of the ones that I didn't watch just because I don't have a PS4. See, I do. But uh, the Marvel no, like no, no, Marvel no, no, versus wait, hold Capcom. Hold on, Mikey. Hold on. I have a PS4. You, you never do play not. it. Anyways, go ahead. Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, like I, I don't really play the games, but I like the play. Like, I like playing the arcade versions of these games. Daniel has no idea about this. Guess what they just released? The Three Stooges. Nope. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh no, you told me that the other day. Back to the original yeah. style, so like the original Budokai's. And if you remember, I ran around the backyard pretty excited. So apparently, I didn't. I don't remember that at all. But you know, what? I'll take your word for it. I was probably was really, really, really hydrated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, there are kids listening to our show, so drink your water, kids. Yeah, so um, yeah, like the Marvel vs. Capcom is the only thing that really like stood out. Is like, oh man, that's cool. I'll watch the trailer for that. I'll watch some of the story stuff for it, and I'll, I'll probably right. watch a few let's plays of it. But like I said, I don't have a PS4 or something like that, so I can't really play it. Right. Um, like when I'm talking about like next, I I kind of want to cover Microsoft. Like I know I said like that's the order we were going in, but. I've been really interested in covering Microsoft only for the reason that their new console. They are absolutely, they are absolutely just really, really amped about this console. But at the same time, I feel like they're gonna, they're shutting themselves down real quick on this console. Like, I really do because. Everyone had a what t-shirt saying the Xbox, the Xbox One, X. One X. Oh, I saw we'll something for the Xbox name. 720. I know it's just a joke. That but. is honestly, that is a better name than Xbox. Okay, One X, we'll in get opinion. into that, Mikey. We'll get into that, Michael. God, give me a second. So, okay, it's been a second. The Xbox One X. I think they're setting themselves up for failure. Really? They're promising way, 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 way too high of expectations. We just had a conversation where if you expect a lot, you're going to get a whole bunch, right? Or you're not going to get a whole bunch. You're going to really hate it, right? So what if you set yourself mediocre? Don't give everyone in attendance at the press conference a T-shirt that says, "I just witnessed the best, most uh, the the most powerful console ever." What happens when it's independently tested and it's proven not true? I don't know. Maybe it already has been pretty. I don't know. But I mean, so far from what I've read from the press release that I got, and then also from other things, um, and some other things, I really, really, really think it will be a powerful console. I think people are still going to be locked at 40 frames a second. I mean, 30 frames a second on a 4K TV, so they're going to notice it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the graphics cards are going to last as long as they 
are pegging them going to last. Well, see, like this, that's also like the, the the frames per second. Is that on the console or is that on the game? That's both. It's both programming yeah, so and like, the console. That, I guess that's a marketing thing. Like, like, yeah, you can say, like, yeah, we have the most powerful console. You may not have the best game for it. But that's the thing. Everyone builds their games for computer first, and then they downgrade them for console. Mm-hmm. Or they build them for console, and then they upgrade them for computer. Uh, the case of one or the other, if you look at Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That game, it was made on the computer, it's played on the computer, and now it's going to be available on the Xbox, right? Or the new Xbox One X. However, a game that did it the opposite was Batman Arkham Knight, where it was created for the console, and then they upgraded it for the computer, and then guess what happened? Failed miserably? It failed absolutely miserably because it wasn't coded properly. Granted, they fixed it. Yeah, it just took a while. It just took them three months. Yeah. But everyone that got their game first round and wanted to get all this like high quality 4K gaming that was promised, their game was crashing, all this stuff was just going down the hill. But they said it wasn't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, like you, it's 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 software, it's hardware, and you know what? The very limiting factor of these consoles is the fact that you can't change out parts. Like if you look at a computer, you can change out the parts. Yeah, to make it perform better. Right, but at the same time, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, everyone go out and buy a computer right away. It's just, if you're going to argue semantics, be prepared that someone's going to come up to you with an outlier. And mm-hmm. computers are outliers in the console market. You you can't compare a computer with an Xbox One X. If you do, know that you will be looked down on. Because, I mean, the, it's just impossible. You cannot create, like, the level of you know, in a price point that people would purchase. Like you have to also look at price point. Like Danny, we were just, uh, $7.97. We were just talking about this not too long ago with his gelato company. And, um, uh, we were talking about how, you know, there's another company that's selling a gelato. It's not as good as theirs, but it's cheaper. Oh, are we talking about Talenti? Yeah. Cause they're so, shit. So <laughs> it's like, we were talking about this and Danny, and if you can imagine, it's like the PC, um console debate okay you want gelato you want to play video games what do you go buy do you buy a console or do you buy a computer i've really never a lot eaten of people, a computer so i don't know a lot of people are gonna go for the one that's cheaper because it's easier to like justify like hey i'm gonna buy a 500 xbox one x right 500 bucks or my new computer i'm gonna be building is going to cost me 1100 dollars uh, you're there's a huge difference there you can get an xbox one x you can get three controllers you can get or sorry you can get four custom controllers and like two three games for the same price that i will be paying for a new computer the thing yeah. is though that's that, you that's, pay for what you get that's the thing everyone just sees it as in like there's a funny comic where it was like 4k gaming's cool and then like a a bunch of people like who cares no one can see in 60 frames per second anyways it doesn't matter and then like fast forward 15 years when xbox one x and the ps4 pro and everyone's like yeah 60 frames per second and then the other guy's like but i've had that for a while and it's just like you don't understand anything that you really think sorry about that guys like i said i don't hate you i'm just reading papers um so all right. took all my papers. <laughs> yeah, because you were reading the wrong ones. Uh, you put them in front of me. What am I supposed to do? You sat down in front of them. What? 
Ooh. Oh, tell you, me I'm you, wrong. Semantics. Tell me I'm wrong. You I'm wrong. put the chair there. No, I didn't. I put it over there. You moved it. Um. Anyways, Mikey, your thoughts on Xbox One X? I kind of ranted a little bit um, on that, but stupid. I probably it, it's hard because like yeah, I do. I'm an Xbox person. Like it, it, that's the system that I get. Um, I, I'm not a usually a launch day person for for consoles. I'm going when into this. Like I'm pretty much gonna get the console, especially since like if <laughs> games are gonna be on Xbox One X and I can't play them, so. Birthday present. But I probably won't get it right away. At least not until I see a game that's like, hey, you need this. I also need to make sure that I have like the right TV set up and everything like that for it. Because right now, I don't think my TV does 4K. I'm, you don't need a 4K TV to play it. I mean, you Yeah, but I know, need... but I'd want like... You can put it in my room. My TV does 4K. It does not. Because it does. Yeah, but then I'll buy... You'll have the whole PS4 situation you guys got. It's my Xbox One X, but you're using see, it. See, here we go again with semantics. Yeah, I guess. My issue, my only issue with like, like I, I'm fine. I don't really look towards the hardware of the of the system. I like looking at it as the pretty picture, I guess. What about the um, gold PlayStation? Well, not not, not like. Oh, I got. Wasn't that a Taco Bell exclusive? I think uh, so. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I, 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 that was I, a Taco Bell exclusive for Destiny. The only I thing I, like, I do like about in terms of hardware is the size of it. It's significantly smaller. It's barely bigger than the controllers. What the system? Yeah, that's good. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> Why did you do that? Don't touch I, anything. D- Don't touch. Anyways, yeah, okay. the system is—is so is it really? Yeah, it's barely bigger than the controllers. Yeah. I should look at the photos. And I, that's, it's, I've read about it. I just I didn't really read. What they say? Seventy percent smaller. Yeah, Jeez. with forty percent more power though. So, again, their their estimation with one hundred and twenty percent more red ring, red, red ring. Thanks, guys. Thanks for helping me out there. Um, no, you saw yeah, me struggling. 40 plus 70 is 110 if that's what you're going for. Yeah. My only gripe with it is, is as we touched on earlier, is the name. I don't. It's oh, it's a bad God, marketing Mikey. game for it. I don't think it matters So at what's all. the name of it? Well, okay. Xbox let's say, say this. One X. Say this. If my, my, not to bash my parents, but they're pretty bad at when I, like, like hey, we're, your birthday's coming up. Give us a list. And I'll give them a list. And they get the wrong thing because they'll go in store and they pr- mispronounce something or something like that prime example your mom mispronounced something i'm um, prime example i wanted pokemon white or black two and they got you the and Chinese they got pokemon white or white black. black they just got me the first one. i'm like mom come on it says white two anyway going like for the xbox there's the xbox one there's the xbox one xbox one s and there's the xbox one x that's already confusing i'm confused and i don't even know what we're talking like, about how did exactly but if you call how the new did one playstation people survive ps1 ps2 ps3 ps that's why like they had it PS4 they had the Pro. xbox xbox 360 xbox one okay xbox 720 boom done <laughs> that doesn't make any chronological sense Bubba, Bubba, what you're saying okay so ps1 they never went anywhere else out of that they've always been playstation playstation one playstation two playstation three playstation four Five. They've never been like PlayStation X Y Z, PlayStation One Slim, PlayStation Two Slim, PlayStation it's Three, still PlayStation thing, Three Slim, but PlayStation it's... Four, PlayStation Four Pro, PlayStation Four Slim. Danny, the list. You can argue semantics until the cows come home. The thing that I'm we don't at, have cows. The things that uh, have you seen yourself lately? Fifties. Uh, have you seen yourself lately? You just no, grazed on all the gr- goldfish. Right no, now. I haven't. I <laughs> <laughs> um, still hear that. So. The thing is, is you can argue these semantics. I don't think the name itself is inherently bad. Yes, I do agree with Mike. What's it's the new? Going to what get is the new one called? Xbox. Xbox One X. Okay, you having to do that? Xbox One X. 
proves that it's a stupid name. Well, no, that's because I would I would say the Done. X-Bone. I, I called the Xbox One the X-Bone because it made but sense. Yeah, in retrospect, but you're the only person I've ever heard ever say that. X-Bone? Yeah. Really? Because... It's the it's the newest console, so everyone's. I always have everyone just say, "Oh, it's the Xbox," because that it just refers to the most recent console. I call yeah. it the Xbox uh, X Bone because that's what like everywhere I read about it. That's all the abbreviations, like in like the articles. Well, it might be one of those wrote. things where you write about it, you write it, but when you actually go to say it, you're just gonna say Xbox. I don't know. I just kind of picked it up as like one of those things. Like I could be one of those weird things. Like no, you I, are it wouldn't weird. Surprise no, me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know. It's it's but like I imagine it. Like like I said, it's just a personal thing for it. People are probably still gonna call it the Xbox. What if we call it like the the triple X porno edition? I don't know. Like Bubba Bubba wrote this thing on my paper. This is what people are abbreviating it. I'm not sure if you guys can see it. Here, I'll no. Yeah, it was it yeah. was on I'm, not sure. I'm pretty sure you guys can see it, I'm but not it's sure you it's guys can see it. X Xbox one X with another X. I'm like, that just looks like a porno title. No, I mean like it that's does. what I that's what I saw like on Reddit X, on a Xbox, couple of ones. X one X. But this X. is this Danny, this is what I saw. Xbox. It's Okay, yeah. you guys picture it it's x and then the next line box and then it's one and then it's x all going down but then the first letter of all it just spells xbox which is true yeah i'm not a math so scientist well i did the math oh, okay good did you carry <laughs> the one yep okay good yep no oh, i did the right. math <laughs> anyway right. let's we're spending a lot of time on microsoft, microsoft. Um, backwards compatibility so anybody that was liking the fan favorite crimson, crimson skies is going to be now available if daniel that's an xbox game Thank so you. that means four generations prior are now going to be, or actually five, because the Xbox One S is a previous generation. But the Xbox, see, that's what I want to say. The Xbox One S wasn't a new system. It was like the upgrade for the Xbox One. Hmm. That's why it's confusing. Maybe, maybe okay, so X, Xbox One X, the Xbox One, happy. Wait, was it a system? The Xbox 360. Or was it just an update with it was a, the Xbox? It's a brand new system, but it wasn't oh. like there were, if you, there wasn't like, New, new games, games came out for the Xbox One S. That's dumb. Well, that's going to be the same thing with they, the Xbox One X either. There's not new games are not going to come out saying Xbox One X. It's going to say Xbox One. Except if you have those games, I thought we talked. I thought I said like I asked. I was like, do I have to buy new games for the Xbox One no. X? And you said, yeah. No. So th- you don't have to buy new games. Everything so whatever works. games is out now, it works then. Right. Okay. The only thing that matters. Hold on. The only thing that matters is the games like rocket league and there's a couple other ones that are on the press release that's in front of you mikey that have the second the xbox one x is released they are going to release a free update for those games to take care of like that that software that i was talking about that software implementation um so before we get into ubisoft and those other ones uh, Danny's holding the papers that I was going to read, but there's a lot of new audio coming out of E3. Like well, I still want to touch bunch. on some of the stuff that Microsoft, like that's not hardware-wise. Go for it. Like they dropped, uh, I know uh, EA had their press conference before Microsoft and they teased the Anthem game right. by Bioware. They also Bioware. Uh, teased how not to high-five. Fun fact. <laughs> stop. No, I'm not going to stop until they fix their stuff. <laughs> their program hopefully they fix like their game making first and then they can fix their high five abilities so but in the microsoft press conference that's when they full they fully went into the the new ip by bioware which was anthem and i saw the trailers for it it honestly it looks cool i like the idea it looks it looks exactly a lot like, like destiny. andromeda well no it looks but the, the theme of it is a lot like destiny yeah which lot- i didn't play destiny so 
And we all know how Andromeda turned out. Yeah, but they, no, the if, people if you, that they took from no, Andromeda. I know, it, was, it was a joke. No, the people they joke. took from okay. Andromeda went Relax. to this company. So it makes sense that they have a lot of the same features. Mm-hmm. And and then if they if they if they're able to take Bioware's storytelling and mix it with what Destiny looks like, I have a feeling this could be a great game. I mean, that's kind of what Mass Effect Andromeda was for me. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Mass Effect Andromeda is a great game. I don't know why people bash on it, but I can also be seen as biased. Anyways, moving on. They also did, huh. Microsoft did the full-on Assassin's Creed Origin stuff, but we'll get to that in the Ubisoft coverage. Right. Um, another one that I really liked was the uh, Sea of Thieves. Oh, so you did like that game. I, I, I think like, it looks pretty cool. I purposely neglected that because I thought you didn't like that one. No, no, I thought it looks pretty cool. Like, the concept's cool. Like, you, you're working with, te- with, a, with, a, with co-op. It reminds me a lot of World of Tanks mm-hmm. and or um, Battleships. Or right. not battleship, as in like the board I love game. Love battleships. Um, it's Here's but it's very, it's very, very team oriented and very, very class heavy. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, supposedly, it should be a easy going type of game. But I have a feeling it's going to be grind heavy. So mm-hmm. you have to freaking work hard to get where you're going to have to go. Mm-hmm. And then the last one uh, that I want to touch on with Microsoft is the uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Oh, that's right. That was in Microsoft. Huh? Yeah, and it was. They showed. They had a full gameplay demo of it that was really cool. Uh, they showed uh, some of the new mechanics. One of the ones that stood out to me was the fact that, like, in the original, when you fought and you got killed by an uh, an enemy or an, right. an, an an opposing captain, they became your rival. But in this, they don't. They become your rival, but they can also hunt you. You don't have to go searching for them. Like they, like you can just be roaming around, and all of a sudden, this party will come and attack you. Because they're searching for you, and I'm like, that's that's a very cool mechanic because it doesn't make it feel like I'm controlling this world. It's like this is a living, breathing world. Like there are things that I will run into, there are things that will find me, there are things that will right. search for me. Right, and I, we touched upon the rival system before, so this is a new addition to what yes. we touched upon. It's an, before. It's an expansion of it. And I just, yeah, I think it sounds pretty cool. Because I mean, like when we were talking about it before, we were talking about how we would like some features from the rival system to be changed for the new game to where it would adapt more like these, um, like where if you, one of your teammates or a type of your teammate was killed, mm-hmm. then it would have a rival or something like that. We were talking about that, but yeah. and they showed a lot more of like the, the building an army mechanic for it. And that's right. pretty cool. Cause you're, asking, they you're, said, you're adding a, a strategic element to this aside from like it, making it like a hybrid of uh, Assassin's Creed and are the Arkham games. You're right. making it, you're giving that third, tier of gameplay where it's like i have to strategize how my armies are going to work it almost looks like an rts and mm-hmm. it almost functions like an rts too uh real-time strategy for individuals that don't understand acronyms uh like that um but the one thing i would i did notice is i like where a lot of these trailers are stopping not showing too much oh, they're I- they're being they're being good at where they're at it's like a good movie trailer it doesn't I also, show the importance. It just shows you uh, an idea, a tidbit, mm-hmm. and then goes for it. I also like to commend it because, like, I know EA, not EA, uh, E3 in the past has a lot of the press conferences that are there. They don't show a lot of gameplay or they don't show the gameplay demos. They show these cinematic trailers to, like, get people enticed and, like, hey, this is what we're doing, and they get people amped up. I want to see what the game's going to look like. A press conference is meant to sell me on a game. I'm not going to. You want to see in game footage. Yeah. You don't want to see. Well, I mean, but at the same time, EA. Or not EA, Ubisoft, who we're going to talk about in a second, completely screwed everyone with uh, Watch Dogs. Well, even, even Microsoft kind of screwed people with No Man's Sky. 
That was Microsoft. That wasn't. That was Hello Games. No, no, but like, wasn't it in Microsoft press conference last year? I don't think so. It, oh, it might have been. Oh, it might have been. I thought it was in Sony's. Yeah, either way, like that's another example where like. But they, that's Hello Game. That isn't like Ubisoft made. Um. Anyway, like, I'm trying. To, what I'm trying to get at is that a cinematic trailer. I'm all for it. Like, yeah, sure. Give me a cinematic trailer. I love I love the way they look. But they shouldn't be used. They should be used to complement an already good standing game. They shouldn't be right, used. Right, 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 right. You shouldn't, you shouldn't make these cinematic trailers and then give you a crappy game. They it should be, be like cinematic trailer and then follow-up gameplay or gameplay follow-up cinematic trailer. Yeah, like get people interested in the game, then give them cinematic trailers. Yeah, I mean, because that would make more sense. Like in the, in the, um, uh, the what is it, Middle Earth game where you were doing all this stuff and then right as you're about to siege the gameplay stops what you could do at that point if i was a developer i would do a, a cinematic uh, like a cinematic sizzle reel right of like what would happen in a battle similar to what you're about to do so like or even even if your in-game engine and in-game graphics looks great which is what they do and like they're the, the story trailer they released for middle earth last week right was their in-game footage like that is what it's supposed to look like and it still looked great if you can do cinematics with your in-game footage, do that. Yeah, I mean it works. We're getting to a day and age where like it could they can be, people can definitely. I do was that. watching the Forza trailer with my girlfriend. Oh my god, she was like, "This is ridiculous! It looks like real life." Mm-hmm. And then we were looking at some of the like, because they released a new Porsche in real life and in the game uh, at E3 and during the Microsoft press conference, <laughs> um, but. When they did this, like, I was watching the video, and oh, man, like, just the textures, the draw distance, everything about it was fantastic. Like, hats off to you, Microsoft. If you're giving me a console that's able to produce this type of quality, and if it lasts, hats off to you. Mm -hmm. If it's like your Xbox 360 when you first released it, and everyone was plagued with red, red ring as a death, everyone was plagued with, like, overheating, everyone was plagued with all these issues, then you know what? work on it and kind of do the same thing you did with the xbox 360 that was actually my first console mm-hmm. i bought with my money xbox 360 and i got modern warfare 4 on it or modern warfare on it Stupid. call of duty 4 modern warfare that <laughs> game oh so many hours put into it all right so we just, digress just two um so we're gonna move on to some audio i'm just gonna headline this if you guys want more information, you know, I'll be more than happy to give you guys a little bit of supplemental information uh, via uh, an article. But to me, the audio is as important in any game as the visuals. So I definitely wanted to hit up some of these co- uh, companies. Um, Razer is going to launch the Thresher Ultimate Gaming headset for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. And it's supposedly going to have a retractable digital microphone for clear voice communication. Thanks to a unidirectional mic boom design. That's directly from the press release. Um, there's also another one from Lucid Sound. Uh, it's announcing the LS25 eSports gaming headset. Um, if This is going to work fully compatible with PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, the Nintendo Switch, and all mobile platforms. Sweet. So they're ty- they're kind of now going towards the Switch as a mobile platform or as a console, and I really really like that. Um, the LS25 has been developed to appeal to the esports and competitive PC gaming community. So if you guys are interested in playing competitive Rainbow Six Siege or League of Legends on your computer, whatever it may be, go for it. 
Um, make sure you use the LS25. Uh, so Creative also unveiled a new sound Blaster X AE5 audiophile grade gaming sound card with the world's best uh, PC headphone amp. Um, with all of that, they are talking about the sound card is going to feature the world's best gaming headphone amplifier for PCs. And that's right there is going to give you exponentially better sound. So when you're watching a movie or you're playing a game or anything like that, you're going to get surround sound capable um, sound coming out of your sound card. You just got to hook up the proper speakers. Uh, two more. Then we have Creative's X-Fi Sonic Carrier. And it's a quote unquote. Uh, 600 watt RMS subwoofer gamers will experience not just powerful audio but literally feel chest pounding bass earth shattering explosions and bone crushing punches in games I don't want to feel those punches yeah but it makes it more realistic nope don't want to feel punches nope 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 no punches for me and then last but not least everyone's favorite and everyone's most well known Turtle Beach leads the new era of wireless gaming audio at E3 at with Stealth 700 and Stealth 600 series headsets for Xbox One consoles and PlayStation 4. Um, it seems like this one's going to be pretty intense. Uh, it looks to be better than their previous ones, according to the release. And then, let's see. All right, so basically, they're going to be launched in September 2017 at participating retailers for a manufacturer's suggested retail price of ninety five ninety ninety nine ninety five, so that dyslexia kicking in. Yeah, exactly. Um, ha, I get it because I'm dyslexic. So then there's also a. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it. It was Bubba. Uh, I'm quietly in my corner. Yeah, and then it's uh, they Science. also have a new thing which is called the Recon Chat, lightweight, reversible, features Turtle Beach's spec fits glasses, friendly, over the ear design, yada yada yada. Ooh. And that's Friendly. at twenty dollars, uh, U.S. dollars, coming out same day. So if you guys are interested in more audio stuff, or as opposed, do you want to hear more of the software aspect instead of the hardware aspect? You know, let us know. I let Bubba know. Yeah, I'm always I'm always on podcast uh, ideas. So whether it be something as simple as hey guys can you make the podcast you know a little bit longer so you can cover more stuff or hey guys can you make it a little bit shorter so i can listen to it on my morning commute you know let us know if it's something that we can accommodate we're gonna try and accommodate you guys are our listeners and we really appreciate you guys mm -hmm. for what you do um you're pretty cool guys so we're gonna talk about ubisoft um ubisoft. danny do you know what rabid rabbits are what's rabbit rabbits no not rabbit rabbit rabid rabbits Oh, yeah, it's a game about rabbits. I think you would recognize it if you saw it. Yeah. Um, it's, I'll, I'll get a picture for you. It's, it's, they're like these characters from Rayman. They look, and they look kind of like this, Danny. Oh, yeah. Are they going together with uh, Nintendo or with uh, Mario? Mario? Yeah, yeah, I watched a video. Yeah, um, <laughs> not excited about that. Oh, go, you'd be I thought it was pretty cool. I'm, a rabid, rabid but I'm also cool, a simple-minded person. No, Not but at the same time, there's excited. a lot in the Rayman franchise that could have been done. Like, why use the rabbits? The rabid rabbits. Why not? I mean, they sell. They sell a lot. But I just, I again, I have super you high know expectations. Nothing. Mikey? About this game? Yeah. Uh, 
Thank you. Like, I, it, it's described as kind of like, like XCOM, like XCOM, which I'm, I'm really interested in the XCOM games. I it's, really it's like a it. Chi- it's a child's um, RTS. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a place. Is that why I'm so excited about it? Well, it, like, it, for, like, like I said, like, I, if, if I had a Switch, if I had spare money, yeah, maybe I'd try it, but it's, it's not a title for me. All right. Not a title for Let's me go either. on to the next one before I talk about it any longer. Yep. So the the big one that they well they like I said they didn't release it in the 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 Ubisoft they did it at Microsoft right. but it's the uh, Assassin's Creed Origins ah Assassin's Creed ah yeah. guess what game we're gonna be playing because I eat up Assassin's Creed I love well, Assassin's Creed it, then so we and this is it. this is the origin so it's, it takes place before all of them right yeah right it takes before it takes place before means. if anybody can guess the name of the main character in Assassin's Creed one. Yeah. I will give you a nickel. Are you, are you are you asking me and Danny or asking the listeners? The listeners. No, oh. let's ask each other. Mikey, do you know what it is? Yes, don't say it. Oh. Technically, there's two. Technically, there's two. Go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. Call in right now at uh, 818. What is it? Uh, oh, uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch. All right, go ahead. Whoa. Mikey? Uh, Altair mm-hmm. and Desmond. Right. Damn, I was close. So, and I haven't played a single one of those games. So Altair, <laughs> Altair was the one that's focused on the, you know, the Holy Wars, the Crusades, way back when. And Desmond Miles is the modern, the modern day, hey, we're going to steal your ancestors' thought process to find out where the piece mm-hmm. of Eden is. Eden is. Uh, overall, great game. It great series. Like the plot Check it to out. The Lego movie. Where they're trying to find the Kraken, you know the piece of resistance. <laughs> yes, I understand what the piece. Okay, of resistance I'm just is. saying that. Um, um, also, Batman's in that, and um, R.I.P. to Batman. Oh, yeah, Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. So Adam West this week. Seriously. So, um, after a short stint, so just to let you know, people. That was, that, that was our moment of silence. That was our moment of silence. You know, I feel like. So, um, did you see any of the uh, the mechanics for the game or anything like that? I did, and there was a lot of flubs on the. On the animation sequences, You're like on the really, bow draw, and really critical. I'm. Oh no! I also saw I saw that video too. Like you shot it, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Hey, it's like you right can, there." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like that mechanic where like, you shot it, and you like you can move it, and, and then, then you, you know can what I really it. like? I really like the fact that the eagle vision is actually an eagle. Yeah, now. right. Like I saw that, I'm like, that actually makes sense now. Yeah. So I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. I mean, you don't have some like telekinetic power where like, you can see through walls. Detective mode. Yeah. So I mean, there. Danny says, why am I so harsh? And it's it critical. It's because when you love a franchise so much and then they give you stuff similar to, uh, Syndicate? I don't know, Unity. Oh, is that, what, is that the uh, bad one? I mean, it wasn't a bad game, but it was a bad game. It was poorly produced. So what was it? I think it was technically, like the game itself, like the story may have been all right, but the technical issues made it yeah, really bad. Yeah, it was, it was like, if you can imagine... It's no, no, you can't have your cake and eat it too. That uh, that's t- right time period. Um, no, but mm-hmm. when you the game takes place in that time period during cake eating contest, the French Revolution. Um, <laughs> what? How does the French Revolution and cake have anything to do with it? Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Marie mm-hmm. Antoinette. You yeah, I know that she was, eat it too. I know that she was like really. So French Revolution started mm-hmm. with. Okay. It's just yeah, I'm a, commu- I'm a communications major, not a history major. Um, anyways, 
before I was so rudely interrupted. It was I'm a great sorry, game. It was a great game. There was a lot of. I love the setting too. Like ancient Egypt is probably one of my favorite ancient civilizations. Right. I just I'm super critical on these companies because a they're getting paid a crap ton of money. It's like when you're watching a football player, and he gets a catch thrown right at his chest, and he misses it. Mm-hmm. There is no way that he should miss that. Sorry, hit you in the hands, bro. Yeah, exactly. If it hits you in the hands, or a baseball player getting underneath a foul ball, uh, fly ball with one hand, and he doesn't use two hands, and it falls out of his gloves. There is no at excuse. you, Puig. Yeah, there is no excuses in I'm that sentence you know, because you're getting paid for something that you're very, very good at, and you're getting paid for something that you, you should, are going to practice at constantly. But also, just to play devil's advocate of this. Uh, I can't say that word. Things happen. People make mistakes. They're humans. We're not all. Yeah, but how come hopefully, Nintendo, hopefully they can catch. How through come them? Nintendo, who we're going to talk about in a second, has yet to release a game that was so riddled with bugs, people stopped playing it in a couple weeks because they take their time. Okay, so what's different with Ubisoft and Nintendo? Both I think I think that, don't that, take their I think, time. That's the I thing. think that's, that's why it's I'm I'm hopeful for this Assassin's Creed because they took a year off, right? They didn't release yeah, this in so a like They, they went from releasing one every single year, that's which what I was is say. a huge mistake. Because like it went need... from it went from one, and then it waited a little bit, then two, and then from two they get Brotherhood, and then or no, that was uh, Assassin's Creed Two Brotherhood, and then they did another one, and then they did another one, still so, off of the what? same principle of two, and then they did three, and then right after three it was boom, yeah, boom or, every yeah. year. But we're going back Rogue, to... uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, and Assassin's Creed. Um, What's the other one? Oh man, uh, man, I'm gonna kill myself on this one. Why you think of that? Syndicate? No, not Syndicate. It was before that. It was the same. They were released in the same year. I know what you're talking about. I'm like, it's I said, Assassin's I... Creed Rogue and Assassin's Creed. Oh man, that's good. I played them all, but um, I'm losing it. But they released two in the same year, and both were garbage. And then after that, they went to Syndicate, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then from Syndicate, they did Unity. And then they took a break because Unity was just imagine but trying that, that's to what, make that's a Mass Effect game. But no, what I'm saying is in a year, if you take your time, the chances of you messing up is less. I'm not so saying it's you're not, not going it's not, to. It's not that stuff happens. It's the fact that they are lazy and they want their money now. They don't want to take their time and for, they don't and they push it out too soon for something like in baseball um, or football. They were running before they had the ball. Or right. something like that. They saw the end but is that goal excusable? of it. No, I'm not saying that is. It's an excuse. I thought you were defending you. No, no, no. For a I'm just saying. Them. I'm just saying that people are human. People make mistakes. So you can't just if they did something three months. Yeah, I, I think. I think Danny's saying like they made a mistake. They're learning from it right now. Exactly. So let let's see how it unfolds. Let's. And hope. if they mess up now, fuck. I mean, screw this game. We'll edit that out. No, I mean it's it's not it's not that I hate the developers. The developers are really good. I mean, Mikey's on a page right now. I see right now with. Uh, South Park, and I'll let him mm-hmm. talk about that. But it's not that I hate the developer. I, I actually dislike the fact that everyone hates Ubisoft for the content. It's just they don't we met help Ubisoft, themselves. Didn't we? No. They it, don't help themselves Yeah, at it's, all. it's they, They're learning, though, and which hopefully. Which hopefully. So, yeah. are, they, are they a young company? No, no. not at all. Oh. Splinter Cell, the very first one back in the early 2000s, was mm-hmm. Ubisoft, and then there was also a couple other games. Mm-hmm. I think they've been around since the 90s. Yeah, so like Bobo was saying, they also dropped a new trailer for South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Mm. Uh, then there was no new information released besides the trailer, except for the fact they're also doing a mobile app. Danny, you can get on that. And they also gave a definitive release date. 
No, they already knew that. I'm already on it. No pushback, so. Ubisoft, I guess like they made it hard. They made it a hard. Ubisoft made it a hard launch. Okay. October so, uh, October October seventeenth. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You're uh, a pushback. So Again, we're gonna go back to the whole thing of taking your time. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. We've said it from literally the first podcast. Right. Right. Okay. So we're gonna since we're at uh, quite a distance now, and we've only talked about three companies, <laughs> we're gonna hit Bethesda. We needed more than Skyrim and Fallout VR. We needed something. We needed more information on the Skyrim universe, not just Wolfenstein, uh, two. Um, Wolfenstein. Yeah. Sounds like something about like, Frankenstein. No, Wolfenstein's a really old game. It's really awesome. But everyone wanted more Skyrim, but not Skyrim. The old. No, everyone wanted more Elder Scrolls, not Skyrim, and they got more Skyrim. Got it. Uh, Square Enix gave us uh, Tomb Raider. They're also coming out with Life is Strange. They didn't um, give us Tomb Raider, like a Tomb Raider thing. I said they, they're the developers of Tomb Raider. Right. Square Enix, Tomb Raider. Um, the Final Fantasy series and also Life is Strange. They announced that a new chapter is coming out with an older character, so it should be good. Mm-hmm. If you guys played that, it's going to be good. Um, as we have Nintendo and EA left. So these are the big ones that Mikey really wanted to talk about. So I'm going to let Mikey take the helm. And then uh, as soon as he's done with uh, the points that he wants to hit and his opinions on it, mm-hmm. then we'll uh, we'll give it a call. And then, again, guys, there's so much information. So sorry if this one goes just a tad bit too long. Um, hey, it's E3. It's special. Yeah, it's very much special. So Except they don't know how to. So with Nintendo, uh, I was kind of waiting on my edge of my seat to get to this one. But well, for the press conference release. But I, I luckily, unfortunately, I was busy all day today. So I'll just go through some of the highlights. They released that Rocket League is coming to the Switch, which I've never played Rocket League before, but I've always been interested in playing Rocket League. I have it on my computer. We have it on the computer. Well, I don't have it anywhere. We have it on the computer. Is that are you giving me your computer? Yeah, go ahead, take it. It's cool. not mine. Thanks, okay. Bubba. No, not happening. Here, <laughs> you need it for I'll the start, Xbox and play against us. I'll start unplugging it right now for you. Uh, they released some stuff for Xenoblade, a new Kirby game, and a new, I think, Yoshi game. Yep. And then they, some of the big hitters that they did were uh, Metroid Prime 4 was announced for the Switch for... it's They don't have an official release date, but they said that they're working on it. That's the only thing I cared about. Metroid, Metroid Prime 4? Metroid Prime. Anything. Anything Metroid is the only thing I cared about from right. this entire um, E3. Metroid. <laughs> uh, they released some stuff really about sad. the uh, Z- Breath of the Wild DLC that they're going to have and a hard release... Not a hard release, but like a release date of October 27th for Super Mario Odyssey. Which it sticks true to their third quarter. Yeah, because I mean they did say they did say that they were going to push it back mm-hmm. to fourth quarter, maybe first quarter. Go, maybe the first quarter, but you know now that I hear it's going to be third quarter, that means that they are probably finished with the game at this They're point. Just going through, and now it's during uh, quality assurance. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Danny's showing images to Mikey and not well, me. Well, it's like Super Mario Odyssey. I don't know if you guys were talking about that. I didn't hear the word Super Mario Odyssey. That was the first thing he said. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, it was. I need to. And then, learn. okay. So the big thing that Mikey's interested in is the Pokemon game coming for the Switch. So they had. That's all we're going to talk about, Mikey. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're, what are we talking about? We're talking about. So, how... they, like, like we said, they were. When we tease about like the rumors of Nintendo working for 3D modelers for uh, to work on a core game, uh, a highly anticipated and cherished and historic 
uh, RPG game for the Switch. Oh yeah. It it turns out they are working on a Pokemon game for the Switch, and it's really yeah. But that's good. Well, because it, we, did we talk about that last week? The well, whole yeah, Pokemon we, game and how it would work on the Switch. No, that well, that was with the a diff. That was with the the Pokemon fighter. It's kind of like how Dragon Pokemon Ball Z is. Nations or, or po- Pokemon tournament. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a fighter. This one's more like it akin to the regular games. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So you're like walking around like. Doo, yep. doo, doo, doo. So oh, very nice. There's not. That's literally all the news they have. It's like, hey, we're working <laughs> on it. It's kind of similar to how they did it for Metroid Prime, where well, we're working on it. We don't know when, and it's kind of far off. Like they anticipated at least a year. Yeah. To make this thing. Huh. But I think a lot of it is to get people excited. That's the main reason why they do these. Whole oh, for sure. Like, like the fact that this everything. is, is they, they, they literally just touched on it. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like they dropped a trailer for it. It's like, Hey, yeah, we're doing this. That's they, enough to get me excited for it. Exactly. So you just go and be like, Hey, we're going to have a Pokemon. And all of a sudden people are like, Oh my God, it's Pokemon. And you have no idea. You know, nothing else of it mm-hmm. except for the fact that there's something Pokemon. Yeah. That's it. So it's just, it's outrageous. Anyway. All right. Continue. Uh, I was going to touch back on EA unless you have anything to go with uh, Nintendo. Um, high five. Oh, God. <laughs> they just Sorry. missed high fives. If you guys follow Reddit on at all in gaming, uh, that's all over it. Um, it says that EA keep pretty it going, much keep it going, Nintendo. E3. Yeah, keep it going, Nintendo. Um, keep working hard. I actually really enjoy the fact that you guys are going to try for a Pokemon game for the Switch. And the reason why I think it's yeah, going to take know- forever is because you Did? you know as a company that you're going to have to supplement the graphics. And I know, because I know a lot of the developers for Pokemon were, uh, they wanted to keep the Poke- the core Pokemon games on handheld systems unless a portable console had the power to handle these games elsewhere and yeah. the switch is in in, in kin to what they're saying right yeah. did you see the metroid uh trailer no yes. I, mean, I know it's like a 40 second long teaser trailer but yeah don't we'll, we'll, we'll watch that out, off of off air i'm gonna let mikey talk about ea because uh the only thing i'm gonna say about ea the only thing there was a point where the main actress the lady who plays uh the main um commando uh she goes you know we really i like video games but you know what I haven't had a video game with a Star Wars caliber story. And the problem is, is before EA picked up Star Wars and we had games like Battlefront 2 before this new Battlefront 2 comes out, which Mm -hmm. is weird for me. And Knights of the Old Republic 1 and Knights of the Old Republic 2. It was Star Wars caliber games. It was like these games that demanded your respect and demanded like this like absolute like full on thing. However, I just really God damn it. You <laughs> showed me a pentagram with a bunch of uh, amiibos around a a kid Switch. trying to summon Animal Crossing for the Switch. Yeah. Um I wonder if it worked. So did they announce it at E3? No. Uh so with Star Wars EA, don't try and be like, yeah, we just created the best. No. The fan base ain't going to like you. Just say we did better than the last time. Because then the fan base is going to go, okay, that makes sense. We can do that. Right. We can we can deal with that. Oh, yeah. Because the first one was, was pretty bad. I, I mean, the Battlefront was a good game, but it didn't deliver on the promises until, like, update three or four. Kind of like what Arkham Knight did. So, I mean, I really want Battlefront 2 to be, like, a complete game 
You know, I wouldn't even care if it was a complete game with like one DLC, but it was all released at launch. I don't know. I I am kind of I'm a Star Wars fanboy. Yeah, so, I know, like, but I mean I just I can't forgive EA for saying like all these things that Battlefront One was gonna have from the get go and then not delivering. Mm-hmm. And then a game that was created way back when in the mid two thousands, Battlefront Two had all of this, and it looked good, and it was on PSP, and it was on PS Two, and it was on GameCube, and it looked good and it played good. How can you not do it? Right. Like I just it didn't it, it rubbed me such a wrong way. But you know that's my rants over for EA. I'm done talking for the day until it's a bye bye time because I talked a lot. Okay, go ahead, Mikey. All Sorry. right, so as but was alluded to EA. They dropped their big thing, which was Battlefront Two. They did some sports stuff. That's sports, sports, sports. I don't play sports video games. I do. Do you want to talk about it? No, because I have no nothing about it. You're right, right. But like, but they, I they're, they make they make new ones each year. Like, there's nearly nothing else to report on. They probably improved mechanics from the previous ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what video games do. You don't play MLB The Show or anything? No, my brother has. But and like, I've been interested in it. But it's more like I have. Didn't we used to play stuff. that all the time? I feel like we used to play that as kids. I don't remember. Or, I don't remember. Or Slugfest, where we can beat the crap out of each other. That was fun. I remember that. <laughs> just running up and just, like, punching the first baseman. Ah, you dropped the ball. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. so getting off, going off of uh, Battlefront 2 and some of the changes they made from Battlefront 1. Uh, obviously, they're making the maps a lot more expansive and different play styles. They're bringing back a lot of games that they were that they didn't have before. Uh, I liked the feature the, some of the features were like as like say you're escorting the tank to get to a site and you go from this big giant map to a smaller enclosed map like it's it's cool because within the game itself it's changing the mechanic of how it works and that's so cool to me because I remember when I played the first battlefront like all of the all of the areas were very expansive there you could get lost you mm-hmm. didn't know where you were going sometimes oh, no. like unless you were following the line of fire but the line of fire could be from anywhere yeah did they have tracer bullets by any chance? In the game, I don't know. They had ho- some homing play. missiles. Yeah, but like, would it tell you? Because uh, you know how when you watch like a military video, mm-hmm. every third shot is like red or blue or green to tell you which way that that shot's going. The shot's going. Is that on there? No. Oh, but well, maybe because it's based off of World War Two. I don't think there is really much of Star that. Wars or Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars <laughs> has freaking colors and stuff. Yeah, but they're all red blasters. See, I get Battlefront and Battlefield mixed up. <laughs> That's why I just said World War Two. I know we're talking about Star Wars, yeah. but apparently not. I'll anyway, go back to it. Yeah. Anyway, I'll just so like stop some talking. of the some of the things like that, like they debuted uh, that you can play as more than just stormtroopers and rebel fighters. You can play as the droids. So they had super battle droids. They had regular battle droids. They had uh, the tanks. So like that. That's cool. Like you're not just playing as and and even on another one uh, they were playing a Kashyyyk and you can play as Wookies. It's like that's cool. Like you get more than just go ahead, Bubba, do it. Stormtrooper fighter A. It was in the second. It was in the original Battlefront two that you could play as Wookies. So don't even give me this. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is like they're they're listening to what people are saying. I lied. Yeah, every everything, everything that they're doing in this new Battlefront two, they have taken because they were listening to what people were saying. That's good. Yeah. Now, will the drones, drones, whatever those uh, Darth Vader. Assistants, the white guy, the guys in the white. Mm-hmm. Clone troopers. Yeah, sure, but don't talk. Uh, Stormtroopers, will they actually hit the target? That's up to you, man. Okay. They went to the school of not shooting very well, but. Right? 
anyway, so that was something I think they got they they are improving on. Another thing is that they're changing entirely is uh, in the original Battlefront, you had to go and you had to pick up icons. That's how you got the power ups. Like you pick up an mm-hmm. icon, you can call for yeah, the yeah. X wing, or you pick up an icon and you, icon, and then that's how you turned into one of the hero characters like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. This one, you're curing battle points throughout the match and then you can spend those battle points on say i want to fly an x-wing or say i want to get a hero and like that's so much better because a lot of the games in the a lot of matches in the first game turned into i'm going to run to get to this thing first yeah and then they they're also they're also changing it so that in order to accrue these battle points you can get them you get them by killing players but you get a lot more of them by completing the objective and i know like that that is okay. such a huge gripe to like multiplayer games to me or online multiplayer games to me is like it just turns into a bunch of people killing each other it's not fun i play the game in different matches you're playing because, them wrong well if, if i'm playing like, a team deathmatch or something like that yeah oh, that's okay. fine but if i'm playing escort the payload i want to get points and get rewarded for escorting escort the, the payload. payload yeah so like this one like it it's or capture the flag or yeah um, or escort the walker or something like yeah. that like, like give me points for actually completing the obje- objective exactly. and that's what they're doing so I think that's really good. But will that benefit the better players, though? That's the only thing. Because with the whole grabbing of the co- the tokens and you can become anybody at any given time, mm-hmm. you could have been the worst player and still lucked out and got it and still was able to get them. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Mikey likes it. Because yeah. you have to accrue the points and you have to spend them and you have to be no, good I understand to get that. that point. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Will this discourage people from playing? Because I know when I play something... I for some reason I I immediately want to be really good at it and I get frustrated with myself when I'm not because that's nearly impossible for me just mm-hmm. to pick something up. I am not. I a think that profit. It, it, I, I can know. see what you're saying because like I'm not very good at online multiplayers, but I'm also I don't like like for me I wouldn't use those battle points on like being a hero character like Ray or Kylo Ren. I would use those uh, hero points. I'd to be, you would do it once. You I would. Do be, I would once. do it once for sure. Yeah. I would be Ray forever. But. I would use it on something that I know I'm good at. Like for me, in the in Battlefront One, I was great at at the uh, the air the at the air combat, the yeah. dogfights and everything like that. So every time I, there was like an X wing or pilot the Millennium Falcon or something, I went for that. So I knew that like that's what I would use the points on. And I know everyone else is different. Like they could use battle points on uh, specific weapons or specific grenades. Like if they mm-hmm. are really good with the hero characters, I know I wasn't good with the hero characters. Yeah, and I don't like the hero characters because mm-hmm. it just puts a giant target on you. So I'm I wouldn't go towards that, but I know some people are. So they they can use that accordingly to how they want. Yeah. So we'll we'll find out. Yeah, that's true. So, um. What can can we help you, Bubba? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more watching, to add, Mikey? Just watching from the sidelines. Yeah. So they 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 did a, a multiplayer demo or a, a featurette on it and everything like that, and it it, it generally it looks nicer. I I like the way. They're they're listening to every single thing that the people are saying about it. They're changing. They, one, they added a story. Thank God. Yeah, and it. I'm hoping it's it. I'm pretty sure it's canonical, but I don't know. It doesn't look it. It doesn't look it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure ap- after Disney did the whole uh, the reboot expanded universe wipe, that everything past that is now canon. Yeah, that's what I interpret because I know that uh, the first Battlefront had a novel tie into it and that is canon according to who lucas or disney both aren't they working who wrote it i don't know but i know like like every single novel that has come out that has been printed is now is now canon so the one guy what's his name your brother reads him all the time uh star wars writer ray ray donovan no it's not um (laughs) i'll just let that go 
I'll let that go. But Ray he's been Romano. writing. He's been writing for years and decades on um, Star Wars uh, lore. Um, is, that, so, is that all you got, Mike? Yeah. Besides the trailer that they dropped and everything like that, it, it, it expanded more on this story. Check it out. It's it's it looks awesome, and I'm I'm EI Dice is doing great at making the games yeah. look nice. That's like good. like the first Battlefront, that was what made me come back. Like I may not have been the greatest at the game, but mm-hmm. the fact that it was a, a Star Wars game that looked that good kept bringing me back. And like I like being, it makes me feel like I'm enticed in this world. The soundtrack, the 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 sounds of the of yeah. the vehicles and everything, like blasters. Keep just just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. All right, so I have this one question for each of you. Bubba, you can go first because you haven't spoken in a while. I know it's killing you. Um, it's all twitchy over there. Right? Is, question real quick uh, for my ignorance, is E3 over or is it still going? Uh, still the going. press conferences are over, but now it's open to the public so you can go and walk the floor and play games. Okay. Open the floor. So, well, open to the public, you still have to buy tickets. Here's my question. $300. <laughs> As of right now, uh, Bubba. Yeah. Do you think E3 will be a success? Do I think it'll be a success? No. I think everyone's already lost their expectations for it. I think everyone hates it. I think everyone's only happy about one or two things, and I think they're overall going to be the same thing you just said. The only good thing to come out of E3 was that bad high five by EA. All right. Mikey, what is your opinions on E3? As of right now, I know next week we will touch on it again and hopefully debunk what I believe Mikey and Bubba are both going to say about it, and it ends up being an amazing, spectacular event. Honestly, as Bubba kind of heard me say earlier, two of the things that I wanted to, to hear about got talked about, so I'm pretty happy with E3 so far. Okay. I'm bitter. I, I'm, I, I mean, still the to... one thing I wanted to hear about was talked about, but the other companies that I did want to hear good things, and I wanted them to have a good show, I wanted them to... You know, like I want it to be like, yes, good job, Microsoft, good job, Sony. And I could really, truly only say Microsoft did well. Like Mm -hmm. last year, it was like Sony blew Microsoft out of the water. Like it was clear cut. Microsoft had nothing. They couldn't compete. They had that one game with Scalebound, which was going to be their huge thing. And it was great. It got canceled, unfortunately, for Nier Automa. But great game but so thrown down because it was so sony did such a good job this year literally no one literally no one has like blown me away Mm -hmm. and like i'm trying to look at it very objectively like i do have a bias for sony over microsoft but at the same time a lot of the microsoft decisions affect me more now since i find myself playing more pc games than playstation games so I have to be. It's true. I, have I have not to, seen you play a PlayStation game in a while. You're sitting at your desk with your headphones on, playing. Uh, I have to be more objective. Nerd. nerd. I have to be more. What objective. game are you playing? You're playing uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Well, piggybacking off of what I was saying, like I POD. I I want to spend the next couple of days, like now that the press conferences are over, watching a lot of the gameplay footage and seeing how the games work and expanding on that. So maybe probably next week when we meet or something like that, I can yeah. all touch base on on that. that Metro. I've seen. Absolutely. Last Light. Awesome game. Go look at it. Great game. Thank Random you. Random developer. Thank you, Bubba. Awesome game. It's on Steam. It's on Xbox. It's on PlayStation. Excuse me. <laughs> that you was can, Bubba's little plug. You can literally get this game for like five bucks used at GameStop. Mm-hmm. Metro 2033 Redux and Metro 2033 Last Light. Go play it. They just released a new game. Non-linear gameplay, where the old ones are linear gameplay. 
it's well worth your time. If you're into the scary atmosphere type games, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Uh, honestly, I don't like scary games, and that game blew me away. It was so good. Um, but, right. I mean, like I think that's all we got for today. Guys, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Hour later, right? Uh, thank you, everybody, again, for tuning in and staying till this late. We appreciate it. We love you all. Uh, know that. Um, like always, check out our podcast on um, iTunes, on SoundCloud. Everywhere on you find podcasts. Anywhere you can find a podcast, check us out. It's Scientific Gaming. Um, check out our website. Um, donate to us. Don't donate to us. Do whatever you got to do, you know. We appreciate every little thing you do. Um, five cents, ten cents. Do not sing. Stop Listen, it. Even listening or likes or even emailing us with yeah. comments, or comments and feedback. Be like, hey. It all, it all goes somewhere. We like what you do with that one thing and that other thing. We appreciate you. Thanks. Wow, you don't even like us enough to give us one good thing? Wow. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. What? Continue. Good thing we can... Good thing no one's listening anymore. Yeah, seriously. Um, but other yeah, than... Yeah, playing right now. Other than that, um, like always, I'm Daniel. I'm Mikey. I'm Bubba, guys. Science responsibly. <laughs>